Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer requests, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. title of today's message under the overarching series of Life's Balance is Life, Faith, and Fun. Some of you are like, man, it's about time. I've had no fun. How many of you know believers should have fun? We should. Believers should have fun. If Scripture talks about joy, I believe joy is closely tied to fun. Rejoicing and joy and being glad is tied to fun. When you eat, when you drink something you like... What do y'all like to drink? Do y'all like sweet drinks in the house? Y'all like sweet drinks? Some of you like sodas, and you probably like them a little too much, but I like sodas. You like sweet drinks. You like aloe vera drinks. You like all kinds of different drinks, mangoes and mango drinks and smoothies and grape juice and soda. We already said that. There's all kinds of fun things. And I know a lot of you love to eat. Y'all are foodies. We got some folks in here that are some chefs. They can cook some meat. Got some people that got skills on the grill. You make good food. You love your food. Hey, that's part of life. That's part of having fun. It's part of your enjoyment. I believe that believers should have the most fun. We really should. Believers should have the most fun, okay? So check this out. We trust in the God and Creator who has all the answers. So shouldn't we have fun? Shouldn't we have fun? And I know life, it's hard sometimes for it to be carefree. Because you're like, I need to be more carefree. And we just had a series on fear that we finished out. And faith is the enemy of fear. But sometimes we struggle in just being carefree. Sometimes, I know, sometimes there's been people in here and thought, man, I wish I could be like I was when I was a kid. I just didn't worry about anything. You can still return to those times when you balance your life out. All right? Wednesday night we talked about working too much. And excessive work, excessive work can rob your fun. It can make you feel sad. It can make you feel depressed. I know fear can bring anxiety, and that can make you feel down. But I want to cheer you up in the Lord today because we trust in the God and Creator who created fun, who has all the answers, who's with us, gave us the ability to eat and drink good things, the ability to travel, the ability to experience things, the ability to remember good things. You say, man, but I remember some bad things. Hey, that's all right. Here's the amazing thing. Your, your good memories can outweigh your bad memories. They can. Somebody told me after we lost my mom, they said, it's going to be crazy. You're just going to have good memories of her. And I didn't have a bunch of bad memories of mom. It's just that when we watched her declining health, that's, that wasn't easy. They said, don't worry. All of your good memories will strengthen over time. You just have good memories. And you guys are familiar with Philippians 4, talking about thinking on good and pure and holy things. Good things, things that make you laugh, things that make you smile, things that are, are good for you, things that are positive. So let's go to Psalm 118.24 real quick. Psalm 118.24. Somebody say this with me. One, two, three. This is the day the Lord has made. Rejoice and be glad. And let's do it again on the count of three. One, two, three. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. One more time. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Oh, isn't that good? Praise God. This is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Let's go to Proverbs 15, 15. Look at this. 
For the despondent, let me give you guys a modern, nah, I don't know if it's hood, but modern, maybe street, maybe more common, maybe more slang. For the bummed out, every day brings trouble. Someone who's just like, I'm sad, it ain't going to change, I'm, I'm doing terrible, this is awful, every day brings trouble. Have you ever been around people like that? It's crazy, it's like a snowball effect. Folks who are happy and excited, they just keep working through it and being excited and staying. But if you're bummed out already, it's like it has a snowball effect and it gets worse. It gets worse at times. You say, man, what is wrong with me? Why am I still bothered about that? Oh, and you guys have been there. Maybe you went through a season like that. You're like, oh, no, one more thing. Here we go. Right? You've been there like, oh, no. Oh, the electric bill's high. Oh, my gosh. Hey, praise God that you have electricity. Praise God. If you're going through a tough financial season, work it out with the, the energy company until God blesses you. You start to give and tithe and give of your services and give um, free will. And God will bless you, man. There's a way with Excel you can even average out your payments for the year, make it easier for you. Figure it out. Work it out. There's always a positive side to everything. If there's a heads on a coin, then there's a tails, right? Even though it's not a tail. I don't know where they got that, heads and tails. But there's two sides to every coin. There's two sides to every day. There's two sides to your life. You can choose every day. Am I going to be despondent and bummed out? Or is this the day the Lord has made? It's what, it's what Scripture says. I don't know, but I think you believe Scripture. Don't you believe Scripture? Let's rejoice and be glad, for this is the day the Lord has made. The despondent or the bummed out every day brings trouble. For the happy heart, I know you like this, for the happy heart, life is a continual feast. You ever just been to one of those special Thanksgiving meals or one of those special family dinners or just a special dinner, and you were like, I wish everything was like this. There's plenty to eat. There's good dessert. There's good meat, there's good rice, whatever the things are that you like. There's good drinks. Well, guess what? For the happy heart, life is a continual feast. For the happy heart, it's all good. Somebody say it's all good. Somebody say it's going to be okay. Yeah, that's right. If you've surrendered your life to God, you don't understand everything because Jesus said in this world there will be trouble. But he says, take heart, be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. I have overcome the world. So let's look at the first point here today. Look at this. Serve the Lord gladly. Sometimes you got to decide to do that. Not that he hasn't just done amazing things for us, but sometimes you get bogged down, tied down in life. You're bummed out. You're despondent. You're... Sometimes you say, man, I'm bored. Man, you shouldn't be bored. Serve. Give. Be available. Come to church. Go to a connect group. You shouldn't be bored. you got work. you got things going on in life. There's so much to look forward to. Serve the Lord gladly. Someone say gladly. Did you know in the Old Testament that God actually got upset with His people because they did not serve Him gladly? I don't know if they did it begrudgingly. I don't, I, they, they, just, they weren't happy to be serving God. I've met people over the years. They'd say, oh, yeah, man. Man, bro, when we were in the world, we could do this and do that. And I'm like, why do you keep looking back? Why do you keep looking back to Egypt? Look at all that you can do now. Why are you trying to get as close as you can to the wire and go, well, I'm a believer, but is this permissible? I'm a believer, but can I do this now? Well, look at all the wonderful things you can do. It's like we're back in the Garden of Eden sometime. God gave Adam and Eve everything. People forget that. They say, yeah, but he didn't let them eat from the... Well, guess what? They chose, he gave them free will, and they went ahead and ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. 
They had one thing that they needed to stay away from. Somebody put your hand up and go, one thing. One thing. Our ancestors, Adam and Eve, had one thing. And don't be too hard on them. If I was there or you were there, we would have messed up too. They believed the lies of the enemy. And they focused on the one thing they couldn't do. Oh, well, I can't. What? Look at all the fun and amazing things you can do now in a spirit of liberty because God has set you free. Hody and I have been talking about that. Man, we've known each other most of our lives. I think we met at, <clears throat> I think we met at 15. We became real good friends at 16. And we've always talked and shared and encouraged each other. We went to the high school, and the high school was crazy back then, and that was a long time ago, and some of y'all are like, uh-huh, Pastor Matt, the high school's crazy now. There's, it's crazy. It's tough being a believer. But we encouraged each other, and we always found so much fun in serving God. Listening to good music that doesn't bother you. Listening to music that doesn't degrade women or, or disrespect God. Listening to good music that's edifying. There's a way to serve the Lord gladly, and it has a lot to do with your will. Just decide every day. Say, man, I praise God. I'm going to serve Him. He's done so much for me. Let's go to Romans 12.11 today. Romans 12.11. Never be lazy, but work hard and serve the Lord enthusiastically. You could substitute the word gladly in there for enthusiastically. I believe when you're enthusiastic about something, most of the time you're glad to do it. You notice the difference at businesses, right? When you show up and they kind of ignore you. I had a friend of ours, he's gone to be with the Lord. And we were asking for help. I don't know if it was at Home Depot or something. And I love quoting this guy just because he was crazy. And I kept talking to this person, and they were ignoring us. And finally, he looked over at me right in front of him, and he was pretty loud. And he goes, uh, they don't want to be bothered right now. <laughs> and it made me laugh so hard because it was at their job. Sorry to bother you, man. I know you're getting paid, but sorry. It's such an imposition. Like, be enthusiastic. Be glad to do what you're doing. You're like, I hate my job. Pray for another one so you can be enthusiastic. Be excited for what God has given you. Yeah, quit the job, go on. And hey, if you're at a job and they're paying you, don't be talking bad about them. Don't be talking bad about them. Serve enthusiastically, serve gladly. If you need another job, go get another one. But don't talk bad about them, especially if they're giving you your paycheck on time. I'm sure they're imperfect, I know. But I have people that work for us too, and I'm, I'm sure I'm imperfect too, and I've missed, missed it sometimes. But hey, Praise God. You've got a job right now for everybody who's working. Praise God in this good economy, right? Something else to serve the Lord gladly about. Be grateful, satisfied with God's goodness and his promises. Here's my question this morning. What has he done for you, anybody? Something, real quick. What has he done for you? He's kept you alive. Sister Rose, you, man, you're going to be pushing 80 soon. You're a miracle. You've survived all kinds of stuff. Somebody else said, what, what has God done for you? He's helped you financially. You're a miracle. Yes, ma'am. He's restored your kiddos. That's a big deal. Anybody else? You what? Sobriety. That's a big deal. Praise God. For a long time now. Two years and three months. I'll say, who's counting? We are. Praise God. Let's give the Lord a clap offering today. How about the cross? I've heard much better ministers than me, much better pastors, uh, men and women of God who could just bring it. Over the years, they, somebody else said it better than me, but they said if God did nothing else for you, the cross is enough. You're on your way to heaven now, and you have peace. You have the ability to reach out and touch God now. Remember the commercials, reach out and touch someone? 
That's an old school commercial. I believe it was a phone commercial or long distance or something. But you can touch God now. You can go to the Holy of Holies. You can pray right through to God because of Jesus now. Is that a big deal? I think so. I think it's a huge deal. The finished work of the cross. You can serve the Lord gladly because of that. The cross, protection, answered prayer, miracles, some of the other things you guys mentioned this morning. How about this? Point two. Life, faith, and fun. Plan something fun. You're like, man, is this a Sunday morning? Is this why, why would he say that? You know what? I think we as believers, sometimes we have the longest faces. This is what a long face is. I don't do that usually, so it kind of hurt me. I think I pulled something in my neck. But I've talked to believers, and every time I talk to them, they're barely holding on again. Just hanging in there. Just, oh, man, I'm hanging by a thread. I'm a, again, no, it's time to stand up and be victorious. It's time to realize that God has done great things for you. Plan something fun now. And in my notes, I have planned something fun regularly. I'm married to a woman. God bless her sweet and gentle heart. She says, baby, we've got to work. I love working, but we got to have fun. I thought I was fun until I got married, and then something happened, and I got serious. I'm like, I need to provide. I need to take care of stuff. There's bills to pay. And I kind of started struggling with being too serious sometimes. But if I recall correctly, I'm fun. And always have been, and always will be. And so we got to plan fun things. Even on mission trips, we like to plan fun things. Fun days on mission trips. In life, you got to plan fun. You say, man, i got a day off. We'll come to church. And then do something fun if you need to. Do something. Say, man, well, what is fun? How about a meal? How about hanging out? How about, so you can um, clear your head, reset yourself, help you forget the stress, um, help you to cope with it better. Let's go to Ecclesiastes 8.15. Ecclesiastes 8.15. <laughs> look, look at what Solomon said. He said, this is in Scripture, New Living Translation, so I recommend having fun. Can you believe that? That's in the Bible. You're like, why is Pastor Matt preaching on that? Well, because it, it's in the Bible. So I recommend having fun because there is nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. Can we read that whole verse again? I like it. So I recommend having fun, he says, because there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. People are like, I, I've, I've been stuck in a rut sometimes. You feel the pressure and like, what would be fun? I don't even know. What do I do? What's fun? Get out the board games. Get out the old Nintendo. I don't know. Get out, get out some food and snacks. We love to do that. We love to get out snacks. I know you can't tell by looking at me, but I eat quite a bit. I just burn a lot. All right? But, I mean, we love to get out snacks and watch something clean. Watch Netflix or watch something that we've recorded or watch something good together. Or go to the movies and see a clean movie if you want. Eat some snacks again. There's that. That's fun. Leave town. You're not far from Lubbock. Lubbock's cool. Lubbock has all kinds of stuff. My opinion is, if Lubbock doesn't have it, you don't need it. Is anybody with me? If Lubbock doesn't have it, you probably don't need it. Okay? I had to say that again. 
There's other towns in the region you can go to. You say, man, I'm, I need a change of scenery. I'm stressed out. Get on a road trip. I love road trips. I love journeys. What else? What else can you do to have fun? Get out and go for a walk. Some people like working out. They think that's fun. Uh, I don't know if I've agreed with them yet but, uh, or decided on that yet, but I know it's beneficial. It'll make you feel like you're having fun afterward. You work out, clear out the cobwebs. There's all kinds of things you can do to have fun, but be sure you plan something fun regularly. Don't be stuck in a rut. We as believers, let's go to the beginning of that verse. Check it out. It says it right there. So I recommend having fun. Huh. He says there's nothing better for people in this world than to eat, drink, and to enjoy life. That way they will experience some happiness along with all the hard work God gives them under the sun. So you've got to have fun. You've got to decide to have fun. Some of you think talking is fun. Find somebody to talk to. Somebody you can just chat away, drink coffee, meet together, connect groups. They can be fun. That's what those are for is to have fun. You learn. You, you, you're doing life together. You're experiencing things together. You're hearing the word. But I believe connect groups are for fun. I believe, I'm going to go out on a limb here. Are you still with me? Somebody say yes. I believe Sunday mornings are for fun. We're here to worship God. We're here to worship him. Why wouldn't this be fun? Can you imagine? You guys would be so bummed out. You know, the, the $10 word is despondent. Y'all would be so disappointed if y'all came to church on Sundays and I was like, all right, everybody. And they're like, are you sick, Pastor Matt? Like, what's wrong with you? Uh, you know, um, just go ahead and open up your Bibles. I've been to churches like that. I'm all. What? I can't hear you. Speak up, man. Right? Come on, let's speak up. Let's have a little joy in here. Can you imagine if I showed up bummed out like that? You'd be bothered. Because I believe we, we need to come to church and have fun. King's Kids is for fun. And 512, yes, we're learning about Jesus. We're learning to live right. Um, I believe connect groups are for fun and heroic and flourish. And uh, everything we do here is for fun. And remember, you need to preach the gospel gladly because it's good news. You've got to preach the gospel gladly because it's good news. Can you imagine me going up to someone going, you with me? Hey, man, I just want you to be just like me, accept Jesus and come to church like me. We don't really have any fun. It's, nobody would respond to that. So tell people, man, we serve God gladly. We love him. And you preach, preach the gospel gladly. Preach the good news gladly. Tell them about Jesus gladly, right? Not in a depressed way. We don't want to be like that. So that was, that was point two. Point three. This one's easy. Look at this. One word. Laugh. I know that y'all know it's okay to laugh at church because I hear y'all laugh at church. I see y'all laugh at church. But I've been to some churches and I've been around some believers that they didn't know it was okay to laugh. They didn't know it was okay to laugh at church because they, they just didn't know. So laughter is powerful. It releases stress. It improves your mood. Did you know that it boosts immunity? Laughter boosts immunity. That's interesting. And it can relieve pain even, laughing. Laughing. I remember back in the day, mom would tell me, man, when you, you come excited, she says, I was tired. She, would, she used to be the principal at, at, at the school she founded there. I mean, not the VCCA, our current VCCA, but it was our grade school. She founded both. But she was the principal at the grade school, and she'd be in there tired in the afternoon. I'd show up glad, 
breaking the rules, right? Talking in a room full of paces, and kids are not supposed to be talking, but I'd come in kind of loud, and Mom would go, shh, shh. But then I'd make her laugh, and she'd go, man, it just strengthened me that you were here. I just feel stronger that you were here. You're just so rambunctious, she would say. My goodness. And I'd get in trouble, and sometimes, I mean, early 20s, she'd be like, you got to get out of here. You're too loud. Kicking me out. But she would feel better. I didn't always feel better because I got in trouble, you know. Like, Mom, I'm 20, I'm 24, man. And she's like, I don't care. Get out of here. Get out. Get out. We'll laugh later. And I'd, I'd stir kids up and go mess with stuff. But then I ended up being her Friday substitute in there in the classroom. So she could rest on Fridays. And I would, I would come to school, and it was like 8 in the morning till noon. Does anybody remember that? And we'd do paces on Friday. And I'd have them laugh, but I'd do my best to go by the rules. I said, don't talk without putting your flag up. They'd put up flags, those of you that re recall that. My point is, find a reason to laugh today. Practice with me. Somebody go, ha, ha, ha. That was kind of weird. Uh. <laughs> now that's more genuine. <laughs> I've heard people say, man, I forced myself. I think it was Kenneth Hagin. He said, I laughed at the devil. And the devil asked me why. And I said, because you're a fool. You know, whatever. Ha, ha, ha. Ha, ha, ha. Just laugh. Just laugh. You need some good laughter in your life. You need to practice it. All right? It boosts your immunity. Let's, I've got some good verses on this. Let's go to Psalm 126, verse 1. Psalm 126. When the Lord brought back his exiles to Jerusalem. In other words, when God rescued his people. So you can... You can understand this because God has rescued you as well. When God brought us back to Jerusalem, look at this, it was like a dream. It's talking about the people of Israel. We were filled with laughter. When God rescued us, we were filled with laughter, huh? And we sang for joy. And the other nations said, look at this, what amazing things the Lord has done for them. What amazing things. Yes, the Lord has done amazing things for us. What joy. Keep going. Restore our fortunes, Lord, as streams renew the desert. We've had some streams in the desert, haven't we? Those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. You've ever had to sow and you're like, man, I didn't have this money to give and you're crying, but here it is. I didn't even have this time to give. I didn't have this to give of myself, but those who plant in tears will harvest with shouts of joy. What else? They weep as they go to plant their seed, but they sing as they return with a harvest. That's good news. Let's go to Proverbs 17, 22. A cheerful heart is good, like medicine, or is good medicine. But a broken spirit saps a person's strength. They've tied all kinds of illnesses back to just people being sad and staying that way. Just being bummed out and despondent and staying that way. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a broken spirit, it saps a person's strength. One translation says it dries the bone. Let's go to Luke 6, 21. I love this. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for what? In due time, you will laugh. You will laugh in due time. Anybody ever been through something where they cried? Go ahead and raise your hand. You said, man, when you were going through it, you said, I, this feels like it's never going to end. It feels like it's never going to end. But blessed are those who weep now, Jesus himself said. Somebody say Jesus himself. That's right. God blesses you who are hungry now, for you will be satisfied. God blesses you who weep now, for in due time, in due time, somebody say in due time, you will laugh. Somebody say my time is now. 
My time is right now. That's right. Let's go to Job 8.20. Job 8.20. But look, God will not reject a person of integrity, nor will he lend a hand to the wicked, to the evil. He will once again fill your mouth with laughter. He's talking about going through a season of hard times. He will once again fill your mouth with laughter and your lips with shouts of joy. Been through some seasons, and I remember telling my, and especially concerning my mom, and I told my wife, I don't want to cry anymore. Man, I know you can't just control that. I know you have a will, and you can decide, but sometimes you, you go through a season where the season, it, it's just you're in that season. And I said, man, I don't want to cry anymore. I want to laugh. I want to laugh. So today I tell you guys, let's laugh together. Let's rejoice together. Let's plan fun. It says it in the Word. If you have more than one day off, though, don't be planning fun during church service and skipping out on us all the time, okay? Sometimes that's okay, all right? I believe in vacation and fun, but don't plan fun every Sunday. That would be a plan of the enemy. Are you with me? There are plans, and there's plans of the devil. Mom used to say the devil, all right? So plan fun, man, and go on vacation. Miss Sunday sometimes, but don't miss all the time. All right, you seek God, you connect. Let's go through our points again today. Number one is serve the Lord gladly. Somebody say that, one, two, three. Serve the Lord gladly. Number two, plan something fun. Somebody say that. Yeah, plan something fun. Do it today, start today. Number three, laugh. Somebody say laugh. Yeah, you'll release some stress. I know we've gone through some tough seasons, and my brother, my brother will get on Netflix and pull out some clean comedian and go, let's watch this. <laughs> make us laugh he's like look look at this man this is funny ha 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 you know you don't even feel like it you're crying you're laughing through the tear tears there you know you're going through it it's normal to go through it it's normal just don't stay there man begin to praise god life faith and fun that's a large part of life's balance you got to have fun you got to work got to work got to go through some things but you got to have fun too while you're walking through things, you need to plan fun and have fun, okay, as often as you can. But plan it regularly. doesn't have to be every day. There's a balance to life. Somebody say life's balance. That's right. Go ahead and bow your heads and close your eyes this morning.